Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shins that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live Wide Open. Off the end of the back straightaway. Larson's going to send it. Larson's in the wall. Larson's on Hamlin's back bumper. Logano leads down the back straightaway. Keselowski's in line. Now he turns him. Both Team Penske cars crash. Keselowski is up in a ball of flame. NASCAR Live Wide Open is brought to you by Toyota. For the latest Toyota racing information, visit toyotaracing.com. Now, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another installment of NASCAR Live Wide Open here on the Motor Racing Network. Mike Bagley, the entire MRN crew here with you as we have... NASCAR Cup Series playoff race number one in the books. The Cookout Southern 500 won over the weekend by Kyle Larson. And we get set to head into the second race in the round of 16, the Hollywood Casino 400 Sunday at the Kansas Speedway. For whatever reason, this Kansas Fall Cup race has been the thorn in the sides of a lot of playoff drivers. It seems like no matter who's involved, no matter when we go there, that this race coming up Sunday is a handful for playoff drivers. Some find trouble early, some find it late, some have to rebound and do, some have to rebound and don't. It's going to be a fun time in Kansas over the weekend. We wanted you to hear from three drivers today, and all three of the drivers you're going to hear from finished in the top 10 Sunday at Darlington. Let's just dive right in. Kyle Larson got the playoff party started over the weekend at Darlington Raceway. 
Didn't look like that they had a race-winning effort necessarily at the start, but boy, did they let us have it at the end. Kyle Larson, Cliff Daniels shooting their shot early, winning playoff race number one, and already have guaranteed their space in the round of 12. Our Dylan Welch had a chance to catch up with Kyle Larson. Okay, so let's go back to the battle at Kansas earlier this spring with Denny. Would you do anything differently this this time around, or would you have done anything different then? Um, I don't know. I mean, I think I think looking back, you know, maybe I could have. Uh, I don't know. I think I could have. I think I could have put together some better laps leading up to that. You know, I got really loose in one at one point, and he took a big chunk out of my lead, and then we got battling after that. So. If I could go back, I would try to limit my mistakes then. But if not, and if he's still on me, I think, I don't know. Um, I think I could maybe just close off my entry a little bit to try and take some air off of him. But I think if I do that, then my balance of my race car gets even looser. And so I, I'm not sure, but uh, there's always something you could do you know, a little bit differently. You were involved in another incident with Denny at his other win at Pocono. So where do the two of you stand now? Uh, I don't know. I mean, we've raced around each other a little bit um since then but um i don't know i mean i haven't really talked to him he hasn't talked to me so um so, i mean we we did have an initial talk but um honestly i mean we don't we're you we were friends but we didn't really talk that much you know before just you know, at the racetrack or on the golf course and i haven't i haven't golfed but uh no i mean just go about my business and um you know try and do the best job possible on weekends you've called kansas one of your favorite tracks um, what makes it so fun for drivers? I like Kansas a lot because you can move around. You can run you know, the bottom. It obviously migrates to the top, and I'm comfortable up top. But um, even if the, at the end of the run, you can kind of migrate and, and move around a little bit. So tracks just with options I really enjoy, and, and Kansas definitely has a lot of options. Does it kind of join the conversation of a Darlington or a Homestead or, or even a Bristol as far as best tracks on the schedule and places you can move around at yeah i mean those are uh those are all my top five all those tracks you mentioned so and i think yeah i mean i think there's the similarity of of that yes you can move around so um that's what i look for in, in a good racetrack and kansas is one of those and um we're always pretty fast there too so anytime you're fast at a place you you tend to like it how do you feel overall about your chances for another championship this year yeah, I mean, I feel good uh, for sure. I would love to have gotten more wins throughout the regular season to have some more playoff points right now. But um, looking at the schedule, it, it shapes up really well for our team. Um, you know, the first round, especially, you know, Darlington's a great track. We almost won there earlier this year. Kansas almost won earlier this year. Bristol, we're always super strong at. Texas, we should be good. Talladega, you know, it's Talladega, but you could anybody could win there. The Roval, we're, we're good on road courses. Vegas almost won earlier this year. Homestead's probably my best track. Martinsville we won earlier this year. Phoenix we almost won earlier this year. So, um, you know, if we can back up the speed that we had to start the season, I think we'll have a great shot. Does having two teammates in the playoffs and two out of the playoffs change anything as far as how the team works together or, or anything like that? I don't know. I, I, I think for sure it changes things probably. Um, you know, maybe if there's ever some R&D work that is being thought of, you know, a guy like Bowman could probably go try it out and see if it works or not. You know, Chase is technically still in it, you know, through the owners. So I feel like we have got three of the four in. 
But then even on the on-track side of things, I think there's a little more give and take probably. But um, we all work really well together as is, so I don't I don't see or foresee you know, much changing. Perhaps maybe Kyle Larson, Cliff Daniels can get the ball rolling there, go two for two. We'll get to the odds here in a moment. I'll be curious to what uh, Trey gives us as far as what Las Vegas is saying about the odds coming up this weekend. Second driver we wanted you to hear from from today or for today is the driver that finished second over the weekend. Tyler Reddick has been an up-and-down driver over the course of these 27 races that we've run so far this year, and he found himself on an up note, finishing second in the Cookout Southern 500. On paper, Toyota and 2311 should be spectacular this weekend when we go to Kansas. Our Chris Wilner had a chance to catch up with Tyler as he continues to make the most of his playoffs in the early going. Give you and your team a grade if you're going to grade the regular season. Where are we at coming into the postseason? Oh man, um, no this 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 whole um, regular season was really discombobulating for us. I mean, we just, I mean, we had some great moments. Um, you know, we were we were down here like six feet under at times, um, and then in our highs, we're we're interstellar. We're all the way at the top. So. Uh, we just we just got to keep it together. I think if we just have some smooth races, our potential is really high. How big is getting you and Bubba in the postseason for 2311? Obviously, everything's on an upward trajectory with the company and the organization, but we saw kind of the relief from Bubba, but how special is it to have both of you now take part in it? Yeah, it's great. I mean, the, like I said, the potential is there for both of us. Um, it came down the wire for them for sure. You know, I think they had certainly had more than enough potential to win some races as well. Um it's just, you know, you got to be mistake-free in those races where you have that speed. Um, so, fortunately, we learned a lot in, in the regular season, and, and hopefully we can apply those lessons. Um, on you know, Fortunately, it's a regular season, right? So we, we both got in the playoffs. That's what matters. We are in the hole. But, um, you know, if we go out there and win races and, and run what I think our cars are capable of and what our team is capable of, um, we have a good shot at this. With every playoff experience that you had, you always kind of learn about kind of what to apply for the next year. So over the past two years in the playoffs, what is your biggest takeaway of, okay, this is how I'm going to get out of the first round? What have you learned through racing these races? Yeah, and, and what I talked about is even more important in that first round. Um, you just you, you can't take yourself out of the race. Um, you've just got to run clean races. You can run 15th probably, and you're going to be okay because someone's going to have worse days. But, uh, yeah, for us last year, that's kind of, for me last year, that's what got me. You know, we, we had one decent finish at Darlington. I think we finished uh, third there. Um, but then, you know, we go into Kansas and we're leading and blow a tire, crash, and DNF early in the race, get no stage points, and it put us in a really bad spot in Bristol. And uh, so you just can't. You can't take yourself out of races, especially in round 16. This playoff format, I know you won back-to-back Xfinity championships kind of using the same format. What is so different about those playoffs in Xfinity than it is with the Cup Series, even though it's a similar format? Oh, it's very similar, but, you know, uh, for me, the situation was just different on the Xfinity side. You know, I had the, got the regular season championship, won, I think, five races. Um, so I had a lot of playoff points I was sitting on. So it kind of weathered us through the storm. Uh, we, we did not have a fantastic playoff uh, season, if you will. Um, we were kind of hit and miss. We didn't win during that stretch until we got to Homestead. Then obviously it kind of came together. But, you know, we really had to rely on our points. So that's the importance of it. So I think the similarities are there. Obviously, you know, you got 12 teams vying for spots in Xfinity and 16 on Cup. But, uh, you know, 
it definitely, the, the cream rises to the top on both of them. Seems like the opening round sets up pretty well for you guys in terms of just strengths, you know, looking at the first three races. How would you assess this, this opening triple uh, slate of races in the opening round? Yeah, I mean, I would love to get some stage wins and get some more playoff points for sure to help us going forward. But, you know, again, it's that double-edged sword, right? You feel really comfortable in this first round, um, but that's where it can really bite you. So um, I think we got a lot of speed. We have that opportunities there, but we don't need to get ridiculous pushing for that win or get pushing for those points. Um, we just got to make it through. And I know you mentioned mistakes. So what goes into behind the scenes of cleaning that stuff up on a team level, on a driver level? You know, what are some of those things that you do work on, you know, to kind of clean those up going into this postseason? Yeah, just just make a, a an effort to improve it. Um, you know, and we've been doing that. You know, we said it is going through the reps or um, going through the motions, just um, going through it with a lot of intent um, to, you know, okay, we might be doing this a little bit this we might be taking things this direction but there's a reason behind it um and we're just trying to think things through um it's still a race by race right but um realizing what we're racing for in those moments and that's something throughout the year we've gotten better at you know we're running up front or or having a decent day or just an okay day like we kind of know what what meant um you know what kind of pace or what kind of um excitement or, or or how hard we're going to push you know on racetrack or on in, in pit road uh we we've gotten definitely better at understanding risk versus reward tyler reddick 2311 racing that car or that team won last fall bubba wallace was at the controls let's see if they can replicate that reproduce those successes this coming weekend in the Hollywood Casino 400. We also want to check in with Brad Keselowski. He is the co-owner of Roush Fenway Keselowski Racing. A lot's been said this year about the progress that, that he and Chris and the team have made. Speaking of Chris Busher, obviously, who drives the 17 car. Well, Bradley turned in a top 10 finish in the Cookout Southern 500. He finished in sixth position. That Solomon Plumbing Ford finishing inside of the top 10. And I still maintain, keep an eye on Brad Keselowski. He could be... He could be lethal in these playoffs. Our Dylan Welch had a chance to catch up with the driver of the number six Ford Mustangs. So this season has been a big step up. Bright spots last year, but an obvious step up this year. What has been the difference for RFK in 2023? I think at RFK, we just made a lot of incremental gains and and really started to feel those come together in uh, about this time last year. Uh, And now they're really starting to show up uh, with consistency. Um, and so we're, we're proud of that. Of course, Chris Busher, my teammate, winning three of the, the five races before the playoffs started. That, that was a good little uh, run. Uh, but we're not satisfied. You know, we're, we're pleased but not satisfied. We've got a lot more potential, and uh, you know, I want to get those wins myself, and I think we can go deep into playoffs if we execute. You guys have gotten better as the year progressed. You mentioned Chris's you know, recent results. How tough is it as a team and driver to kind of identify – what needs to change, where you need to improve, and, and how you execute those. Yeah, you know, it's not always tough to identify what you need. It's, it's tough to go get it. It's tough to make it happen. Um, I, I think identifying it is certainly a challenge, but uh, finding the people and getting people to buy into what you need to do to get better, that's that's a challenge. Okay. Kansas is a place you've won at twice before. What makes this racetrack unique or different compared to some of the other mile and a half we race at? I think Kansas, specifically the next-gen car, what makes it so unique is you run right up against the wall. It's, it's almost like a 
it's turned into a Darlington. Uh, once you know you get 10, 15 laps on your tires, and you got to be versatile. Um, and then at the end of the race, you, you slip and slide around a ton. Uh, and you got to make good moves. All right. What do you think about uh, its position in, in the playoffs? Is it is it in a good spot kind of in this first round? Do you like, what, yeah, like where it's agnostic at? agnostic to, to where Kansas is in the playoffs. It's neither good nor bad. Okay. Um, when it comes to cutoff races, how do you balance racing for points but also being aggressive enough to with strategy to get an overall win? Yeah, if you have a shot to win, you know, wins are so hard to come by. you got to take it. You know, a shot to win, especially in the playoffs, gets you through the round and, and – Gets you sleeping good at night. So, you know, it's important to take those shots. Back to Kansas. Toyotas have been cars to beat there lately. Why do you think that is? What stands out to you about what they've been able to do well there? Uh, you know, I think the Toyotas just have a really good package with no weaknesses. And uh, Kansas, you have to be very complete. You have to have good drivers, uh, good teams, and, and a really good car with a, you know, a respectable engine. Uh, and they just, they've got all the pieces finished 19th there in the spring so what was your biggest takeaway from that and how do you apply and, and learn from that for for this year yeah kansas in the spring was a struggle for us we, we really didn't connect the race and uh it was frustrating we didn't have the speed and we just didn't make any mistakes but uh, we weren't where we wanted to be and i think we learned a lot from that that we uh hopefully can apply Brent keselowski has run kansas well over the years good to see that things are working well over there Perhaps maybe not as accelerated as some fans may would have liked, but progress being made at RFK Racing nonetheless. Let's check our odds right now. Let's see what Las Vegas is saying going into the Hollywood Casino 400 race weekend. And with that, here is producer Trey. Trey, what's Vegas got for us this week? Well, Mike, after we picked up the win with that uh, Kyle Larson pick in Darlington in the Southern 500, let's try and keep this playoff streak moving along this weekend in the Hollywood Casino 400 at Kansas. According to Vegas, the betting favorite is the most recent winner at Kansas Speedway. That is one Denny Hamlin. He is at plus 450. The aforementioned Kyle Larson, who won in Darlington and was in a fantastic battle with Denny Hamlin in the closing laps of that spring race at Kansas. He is right behind him at plus 550. And then another former Kansas winner, Martin Truex Jr., sits at plus 550 to win the race. My pick, though, I'm going with another playoff driver that's just a little bit further down the line. It's the guy who came up just short in the Southern 500. That's Tyler Reddick. He is 9-1 to to win this race. We know the Toyotas and 2311 in particular have a ton of speed at Kansas Speedway. Kansas has become a top dominant track. Who is right there, along with Kyle Larson, as the best in the sport at running that high line? It is Tyler Reddick. He got some momentum going this past weekend at uh, Darlington. I think he continues that momentum and wins for the second time as a member of 2311 and continues to submit himself as a playoff dark horse and continues to make me look good since I picked him to make the championship four. That's neither here nor there, though. Let's go to the long shots this week. There are two that I like, one inside the playoffs, one outside the playoffs. The one outside the playoffs that I like is Alex Bowman. Bowman is 30-1, to found himself embroiled in a little bit of controversy with a late race incident with Daniel Suarez this past weekend. If you rewind to last year's fall Kansas playoff race, Bowman was in the playoffs then, But he led some laps. He was up near the front. He had some speed there. Bowman, I think, could be a contender to win. Get off the schneid for this year. Bowman, 30-1 to to win. 
Now, the one that's in the playoffs that I like that could surprise this weekend, it's Ricky Stenhouse Jr. If you rewind again to last year's race, Stenhouse was driving through the field, got into the top five before a tire blew and ended his day at Kansas last year. Now, Stenhouse admitted to us at Media Day last week that, you know, the team took some risks in terms of tire pressure, and that's probably why they wrecked, and that's probably a big part of the reason why they were so fast. But he said he thinks they figured some stuff out in the spring race and thinks that they could have some similar speed this weekend at Kansas. So Stenhouse at 150-1 to I think could shock the world and contend for a win this weekend. But ultimately, I think it's Tyler Reddick who secures his spot in the round of 12 for the first time in his Cup Series career. You may not be far off on that Tyler Reddick pick, but I can't look past William Byron. He has been gold on intermediate tracks this year, and I expect him to continue that gold standard Sunday in the Hollywood Casino 400. All right, folks, we've got a jam-packed broadcast schedule for you this week. Our coverage is going to begin Friday with a doubleheader. We'll have coverage of the Sioux Chief Fast Track 150 for the Arca Menard Series. That'll kick off at 6 p.m. Eastern time. That'll be followed by NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series coverage. The Kansas Lottery 200 Elimination Race Number 1 for the Tough Trucks of NASCAR. That's coming your way at 8.30 p.m. in the East. Saturday, we've got doubleheader coverage for you there as well. We'll kick it off with NASCAR Cup Series practice and qualifying at high noon in the East, followed by the NASCAR Xfinity Series regular season finale, the Kansas Lottery 300. Three storylines coming into that race. Number one, who's going to win the race? Number two, who's going to win the regular season championship? Will it be Austin Hill or John Hunter Nemechek? And number three, who is going to capture that final playoff transfer spot? Be sure to tune in. We've got you covered beginning at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Saturday afternoon. And then, of course, on Sunday, we're back with the NASCAR Cup Series, the Hollywood Casino 400 NASCAR Live Race Day on the air, 2 p.m. Eastern on Sunday. For producer Trey and the rest of the MRN crew, I'm Mike Bagley. Thanks for the download. We'll catch you in Kansas this weekend. Don't forget NASCAR Live Tuesday night at 7. And then another installment of NASCAR Live Wide Open coming your way next Thursday. Until then, enjoy the weekend and so long, everybody. NASCAR Live Wide Open is brought to you by Toyota. For the latest Toyota racing information, visit toyotaracing.com. Wheelan Engineering, a global leader in the emergency warning industry, designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers and warning systems for the automotive, aviation and mass notification industries worldwide. Whelan products are designed, sourced and manufactured in America and tested on site to meet the toughest industry standards. Whelan Engineering, manufactured in America for over 70 years. We never left and we're here to stay. Outdoor care to home and auto repair. Do it with Craftsman. Find the tools, equipment, and storage you need at your local Lowe's, Ace Hardware, or Craftsman.com. 
From fueling NASCAR champions on the track for over 20 years to innovating 94 octane, the highest octane on the market. Performance is what Sunoco does. All Sunoco fuel at the pump meets the same top tier standards as the fuel used in NASCAR. From the track to your tank, you can trust Sunoco to help your vehicle perform at its peak.